welcome everybody to the Voices Carry Paranormal Talk radio show. We're glad you're back for a new year, 2021, and for some great, exciting new shows. Um, this has been an extraordinary past year. 2020 has had an impact on all of us. And I'm not so sure 2021 will be all that different, uh, at least the first part. With the COVID, it's, um, it just seems to be getting worse, the numbers. And now recently, over the holidays, we found out there is a new variant of the COVID-19 pandemic. It seems to be affecting uh, a lot more or making a lot more people infectious with the disease or the virus. And it also seems to be attacking younger folks where the first, um, the first virus, I guess you could say, or variant of the virus was not as infectious to younger people. So that's, you know, one of the things that we're going to have to deal with for the next six to nine months until everyone gets the vaccine and it rolls out. But we're going to stay optimistic and we're going to say, uh, stay uh, positive and hope that good things come for us in 2021. Well, I hope you had a great year and I hope you have a good or had a good New Year's Eve. Uh, mine was pretty good. Didn't have anything too exciting because we kept it to small groups due to the pandemic. But I'm, I'm happy to be back and do another show at the top of the year. So let's get right into our first couple EVPs. All right. So uh, I want to preface this investigation that we did was back in 2016. So my group, which is the Chester County Institute of Paranormal Research, uh, was called on an investigation in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And we were called because uh, the caretakers of this somewhat business or museum, they were trying to convert into somewhat of a museum. Uh, they had a lot of history of the local towns. Uh, they had some artifacts in there. They had a lot of um, historical records of the town of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And um, the caretakers were saying they were hearing voices. Uh, they were seeing apparitions or seeing parts of apparitions uh, over the last few years since they renovated the, the place. Uh, it was an old, uh, it was originally an older Victorian-style home, beautiful. And they even made it more um, elite, I guess you can want to say, because they redid it back in 2010 uh, and spent over a million dollars in renovations to this dwelling. So it was uh, absolutely one of the most beautiful places I ever was in. Had a uh, stairwell that kind of went on both sides up the steps. It was something that you would see in some kind of aristocratic uh, movie that um, you would see on PBS or something. It was just um, downtown Abbey or something like that. It was just an amazing, amazing place. So we were called in and we were asked, um, you know, if we could come and do an investigation. And um, so we set up our equipment. We had our EVP recorders. We had just uh, did a couple of ITC sessions. In the beginning of the investigation, we didn't really have too much that was going on. Um, and then what it seemed like just to be around 12 o'clock, 1130, 12 o'clock. And I hear, know you hear this. Sometimes you hear it about 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. in the morning. People will say it's like the witching hour. 
we were experiencing uh, a different change in the atmosphere to the dwelling. It was almost like, um, you know, something had come over the actual resonance where it wasn't that it was threatening or darker, but it was definitely a heavier sense or feeling a lot more cold spots around the house. Um, lights were starting to flicker, believe it or not, uh, one part of the investigation. And um, the, the house kind of just settled in and kind of got quiet. You know, I guess because it's kind of on a busy road and you can hear the traffic kind of humming uh, in the beginning of the investigation because, you know, the, the road traffic was around rush hour, maybe 6, 7 o'clock at night when we started. But once we got to midnight, you know, there wasn't much road traffic. I think it was on a Friday night we did it. So the kind of house settled and there wasn't so much ambient noise in for our recordings of EVP. So this investigation, there was a woman um, who seemed to be haunting the place. Uh, her name was Abigail. And it's, it's ironic because there was pictures and beautiful canvas pictures throughout the whole home of this woman, Abigail, who used to reside with her family. And they were the first owners who actually built this Victorian house back in the uh, mid 1800s. It is one of the older houses standing in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. For those who don't know Phoenixville, it's where the movie, the blob in the movie scene and everybody runs outside of the movie. Um, and I think it was made back in the sixties or fifties. Uh, they, this blob was kind of like a monster movie and you know, everyone runs out of the movie theater screaming. It's kind of a historical movie or Hollywood, um, you know, episode, I guess you want to say where, uh, you know, people who, who are horror movie aficionados, I guess you could say would, would recognize this movie theater if they saw it. Um, but anyway, so they, they still have blob fest every year at Phoenixville. This is kind of people really get into it. They dressed up in costumes, they sell artifacts and it's kind of to like relive the whole blob scene where they actually go into the movie theater and everybody runs out, uh, every year on an annual basis to kind of recreate, uh, that feeling in that scene from the movie, the blob. If you get a chance, watch it. It's an older classical horror movie. In today's terms, it may st- you know, be silly and um, not something that most audiences today would like. But if you like traditional horror movies and, you know, there were some f- primitive, um, you know, movie effects at that time compared to today's effects. Uh, but however, whatever it may be, there's traditional movies that we all like, whether it's Gone with the Wind or It's a Wonderful Life or whatever it may be, that just kind of stick with us and uh, they're kind of timeless and this is one of those m- movies that are kind of timeless if you like horror movies. All right, so getting into our first uh, electronic voice phenomena capture here. Uh, this first EVP we caught here, as I was telling you, there is a, a girl named Abigail, or a woman named Abigail, because she was in her late teens, early 20s when she was married and started having children. Obviously, back then they had children much quicker than we do, or much earlier in life than most people do today. So, um, you hear a voice and they say Abigail and then you hear the EVP say yes. Let's listen to it. Yeah, I don't know. I just said that. 
Okay, you might have a hard time hearing the actual yes, but I'll go ahead and try to loop it and see if you can find it. You just hear like a kind of a raspy voice saying like, yes. So you can hear the yes right in here. It's kind of a, kind of a raspy yes. Um, so we asked, you know, is was there a girl or woman lived here by the name of Abigail? Are there any spirits here by the name of Abigail? And then we get that response, yes. So that's kind of direct communication, I guess you could say, with the other side. Um, wasn't what I would call a classic AAVP, even though we can kind of hear the yes. I would say it's more in the lines of a, a class B or class C because it is taken a little bit out of context. Now, this was just one of the first EVPs that we started off with, and it kind of got us into the night because we knew the spirit that we were dealing with. And it's kind of neat when you, um, you know, you have a big picture, a canvas picture of this person, Abigail, and um, then you ask a question, you get a direct response. Um, pretty, pretty neat or pretty peculiar. So, all right, so the next EVP we're going to get into is something here that says, uh, well, we'll go ahead and play it, and then you guys kind of, I'll kind of tell you what I think the voice is saying. And then if you listen to this live, because I do post these live sessions um, on Facebook, um, if you're listening to it live, tell me what you think you're hearing. I'll play the whole EVP first. It's about five or six seconds long. Um, okay, so you hear an older woman who is one of the caretakers and she's talking about something being in the other room. And then you hear what is, to me, sounds like totally, it sounds like an EVP. Okay, so... Um, We'll play the whole thing again, and then we'll see. I kind of clipped out where you heard totally. Uh, you're, uh, well, probably in the other room. Uh, are mostly at, uh, so she's talking about other pictures being in the other room, artifacts. And then you hear totally. It's almost like the spirits are chiming in on our conversation. And we get that quite often. We get where there will be spirits that... Um, you know, you almost have a regular conversation amongst yourselves. You may not even be in doing an EVP session. And that's why I always advocate for people to kind of let a recorder run in the background. Um, just let it run for two, three, four hours when you're having just daily conversations with either the people, the residents of the home, or amongst yourself as if you're an investigative team. Uh, because you never know. Spirits love uh, sometimes to just chime in like they're sitting there with you and chiming in on your conversation, which makes this whole phenomenon of electronic voice phenomena uh, so amazing. Um, and I, 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 when I first got uh, EVPs, I remember in the beginning, I would never get them when I would answer questions or ask questions, I should say. 
but we seem to always get them where I always seem to get them. Uh, just when we were not investigating, we're kind of sitting around eating a, a sandwich, maybe, you know, taking a break or getting a cup of coffee or whatever it may be. And we'll let you know we're having a conversation and we let a recorder run and boom, there's two or three EVPs. And like I said, they're almost participating in our group um, talk sessions or group conversations, which makes it pretty amazing. Alrighty, so let's get into our next EVP. And this one is in a female voice. So, okay, so this is an unknown female voice that we got um, at the Aiken House. And um, let's get ahead and listen to it. Okay, so there would be an example of a Class C EVP. So you can hear this raspy whisper here. And, and the whisper is, you know, I can't even make it out, but I, I could definitely tell it's a, it's, a, it's a spirit voice by the raspiness. And uh, this was just caught, like I said, we just lock off recorders. This was caught from a locked off recorder, and we just caught an EVP. So I'll go ahead and play or replay the... Uh, the EVP portion of the recording. So it's almost like a you know a whole sentence. It's not just a word, just not a syllable, or a vowel, or anything like that. It's 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 truly a whole sentence. Um, let me do it one more time. I don't know. I don't know what it's saying. I just put it down as an unknown voice when I captured it. It's definitely a female raspy voice, but anybody else out there who's listening today to my live show, um, send me some feedback, send them my email and say, you know, Bob, this is what I hear. I think you captured, or this is what I think you, uh, I hear, uh, cause I'm always open. This show is really for, uh, so there's open dialogue between, uh, the show and the audience. And, uh, this is, like I said, this show is for researchers, for enthusiasts, investigators who just want to get better at electronic voice phenomena. And the more you hear them, the more you get, um, the better your ear is for them. And I love getting them and I love sharing them with people. So we can all sit around and kind of decipher what was said because there might be stuff that I say that might not be what's really being said. And it might be stuff that other people hear that I think is here. I hear different and vice versa. So, uh, having an open forum and being open and honest to people, I think is the best way to, uh, really, you know, delve into some of these EVPs and try to really try to understand what they're, what is the phenomena and is it really direct real live communication with, with spirits of the dead. I don't know. Good, important, uh, very important, uh, analogies here, but, um, definitely something that I think in, 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 in time, we are only going to get better at this, you know, investigators, researchers, we're only going to get better at doing these things if we, the more and more we practice. All right. So the next one here, uh, I think is is pretty amazing. Well, I'll, let me play the first one first. So, I have one here. I'll play it, 
then I'll tell you what I think it says. And then the next EVP that I play, you're you're definitely going to be, this one may knock your socks off because it's probably one of the best EVPs I ever caught. Um, it's so clear and so straightforward. Um, if you aren't a believer, you might be a believer after you hear this EVP. So let me go ahead and play the first EVP where uh, you hear spirit voice and then uh, I'll come back and tell you what I think I said and then see if you can have an ear to listening for that capture. Okay. I think it says, and it's right here, and I'll, I'll loop the EVP portion of the capture. I think it's saying really dirty. So what I'm hearing is really dirty. Now this is once again a uh, locked off EVP recorder. Just we're we're just sitting around. It sounds like we're uh, I can't really remember. It's been a few years, but it sounds like we're just getting their equipment together and we're kind of getting our minds together to start the investigation. And little that you know, you hear something that sounds like it's saying really dirty. So that's what we would call a probably class B. I wouldn't really go so far as the class of a class A EVP. We'll will hear a class A EVP after this one, and you'll you'll easily see the difference. But class V B EVPs, as in boy B, or even class C EVPs, are just you know they they add to the the total evidence of the investigation. Uh, you know, can we take a, a class C or class B EVP and um, capture one or two of them and then declare someone's home is haunted or active? Mm, probably not. I, I wouldn't go that far. You would need multiple lines of evidence to really uh, go to a client and say, well, we caught these two you know, EVPs, we don't know what they're saying, but we're going to tell you that your house is haunted and you should move away. That's ridiculous. Um, there are probably some groups out there to do that stuff, which is insane. You know, I think there's only been two times in almost the 20 years that I'm investigating that I actually advised families to get out of the home. And I can promise you there was multiple, and I mean multiple lines of evidence, photo, video, EVPs, ITC recordings, personal experiences, uh, drops in data analyzers where we would see a drop in temperature of 10 to 15 degrees from one room to the other, Uh, personal experiences that people shared with us uh, that they had, which I think is probably probably the most a profound evidence is I love hearing people's personal experiences with the paranormal, see what happens to them. And then when if we can validate it or back it up with our own equipment during our investigation, our own captures, whether it's audio, video, so on and so forth, then that just, you know, makes me have a sense of gratification to the point that, you know what, these people had experiences, these people are having issues with the paranormal. We were, we were able to validate their claims and now 
you know, you could see almost like the veil lifted off of their shoulders. Because remember, a lot of times people who have paranormal experiences, they're, they're afraid to come out and talk about it. You might ask why. Well, it's getting better as the years go on, even the decades go on. But a lot of people are worried about their professional maybe careers or being criticized or publicly embarrassed because, um, you know, they had these experiences and they don't want the reputation to be garnished in any way. They, you know, a lot of times people have uh, high respected jobs with their police officers or teachers or politicians and they're really, they're really afraid to go out there and extend themselves um, with the paranormal. So they kind of keep things, you know, quiet and confide in themselves, which uh, it's okay if you do that. But we do have confidentiality clauses or statements that we have when we sign on with a client to do a private investigation. And it's basically not to share any information anything that we get on a, 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 you know, an investigation without their consent. So I would not be able to share these EVPs with you if we never got consent in the first place to, to be able to, um, you know, share them with you guys in my audience. So um, very few times I think we have ever got anybody that rejected the confidentiality clause and just basically said, you know, um, you can't share this with anybody. So I guess maybe we've been lucky, whatever. So we, we really try to strive to educate the community. We, our group tries to strive to not only educate our clients, but uh, even nationally, the more the groups, the more videos there are on YouTube, the more their things are on TikTok or Instagram, whatever maybe the more evidence we can put out there um, the more this will be accepted. And these types of phenomena, like electronic voice phenomena, will be accepted amongst the mainstreams. Uh, that's the only thing I really wish that this show does, is kind of enlighten people and get the word out there that, you know, this stuff is real. It's not something that, you, some voodoo stuff you see on TV, or it's all faked. Uh, a lot of it is fact. Uh, there are, is every, every EVP that's captured, uh, fact? No, it's not. Uh, but I think most people, their intent is when they capture EVP is to not only hear it, but to share it with other people, right? So the, the general public can, can kind of hear what's going on in these certain locations. All right. So let's get into our last one here. Our last EVP here is what I would call definitely a class A EVP. And what is a class A EVP? Well, you're going to example this where you and I hear a spirit voice that is clear as day and we can easily hear the communication um, that it's speaking to us. You know, it's usually in clear vocal English for those of us who speak in English. Um, and it always seems to have a direct intent uh, for me at least that when something is coming by and it has that much vibration and strength, that it's trying to, its purpose is to communicate with you in some way. Now, the EVP may not make sense or what you capture may not make sense to the particular situation, but there's no doubt there's spirit behind it that is kind of uh, imposing their will 
uh, on, they want to try to communicate with you in some capacity. So this EVP, uh, you'll hear us talking, and then you'll hear a woman who's the caretaker explaining something about in the other room, and then you hear a clear voice that says that picture. So let's take a look at it. Okay, so you hear the caretaker talking about this guy looked at the picture. There's a picture on a wall with this girl Abigail or this woman Abigail, who's one of the first, uh, well, was the first family that lived in this dwelling. And he used his mind's eye to kind of see if he could communicate or get something while looking at the picture, and said he he a voice came by and said that it's that is Abigail, the woman in the photo, and then clear as day, you hear a voice that says that picture, and I'll clip it out and then um, so you hear exactly the EVP portion of the capture. So that picture, now I'm going to go ahead and play the part where she talks about someone seeing something in their mind's eye, and then you hear that picture. So she's describing that, you know, this one with her hair pulled back and, and one of the investigators say, well, you're talking about that picture. And then you hear this. So, you know, folks, if, if that's not evidence of spirit communication, I don't know what is. That's pretty clear to me. It's about as clear as you're going to get um, where the spirit is actually commenting on the conversation with one of our investigators and the caretaker of the home. Uh, remarkable stuff. I, I, you know, every time I hear these class, some of these class AV, AEVPs, I, you know, I just kind of grin because it just blows my mind that uh, how individuals who hear this stuff, there are people out there where we'll reveal evidence and they'll clearly hear um, voices and they still, well, in the back of their mind, try to rationalize something and say, well, I'm not so sure if, if that's really a spirit voice. It could be something else. And then you ask them, well, what, what do you think it is? Could it be another, could be another investigator's voice? And I say, um, well, could be. However, if you listen to the recording, 
that voice is on top of the other people speaking. Now, most people are not usually going to speak on top of somebody else when they're speaking. So it's almost like the sweep of the EVP kind of is on a frequency level on top of uh, the individual speaking. So that's what that's what makes this thing so, this voice phenomena amazing. Uh, whether it's electronic voice or whether you hear it with your own ear in real time, uh, you know, how does spirits communicate with us? What, 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 you know, what is it that they do that kind of manipulates the voice box or do, do they manipulate some kind of the internal mechanisms within the, um, in the microphone, in the recording of the device that you're using? Don't know. These are some of the things that as time goes on, we try to, you know, become better, better investigators, better researchers, and try to get some answers to these things. Um, it never ceases amaze me how uh, EVPs are always caught on most investigations. I mean, most people uh, don't get video. They rarely get, uh, whether it's ITC sweeps or pictures, whatever it may be. Well, most investigations groups usually come back with a couple EVPs here or there. And um, yeah, so there's there's what we have for this week for the show. I appreciate all you guys joining us this week. And I hope you have a great week. We'll be back next week with another show and we'll continue because I got about a couple more, maybe about two or three more EVPs I can share with you on this investigation. It's a great investigation. We hope to get back in there sometime soon. It's been five or six years since we did so. So uh, at that, we'll leave it for tonight. And thanks for joining us at the Voices Carry Paranormal Talk Radio Show.